What's up? On our play for this week, will we see Helldivers spreading more democracy in new planets? Or I'm sorry, two new planets and aliens? These rumors think so. How big will Elden Ring's shadow of the Org Tree be? Org Tree. Funny word. We might have the answers to that. Uh, even with the rumors of the PlayStation 5 Pro features and release date, all isn't well at PlayStation's HQ. All this and more at Season 8, Episode 7 of Press X Start Gamers Digest. What's up, everyone? I'm your host, DJ, a.k.a. Sexy Bad Choice. A.k.a. If you ain't got one of these, I ain't talking to you. It happened. I finally joined the Portal Club, and it's pretty cool. Um, I'm going to have some um, more. Um, case now. Yeah, I need to get a case because this thing is every time London runs around, I'm like, oh, no. London, please don't. I'll beat your ass. Sit down. <laughs> right? <laughs> I am joined by Sean M.F. Ross. Mm, what does the M.F. stand for? Darky Malarkey. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> oh, man. Was that was that in our uh, cast members chat or the that was in a wider chat? Okay. See, you would know what Sean is referring to if you were a part of our Discord. And you could do that by going to pressxm2start.com slash Discord. And actually, you don't even know who we are or what this is. Well, this is Press X Start Gamers Digest, a video podcast that contains the most important gaming news from this past week into an hour-long meal just for you. We are live on YouTube every Sunday, which is actually right now. Hmm, surprise. Uh, don't forget, you can support us by liking the video, subscribing to the channel, hit the notification bell. If you are listening, we greatly appreciate you leaving us a review on Spotify. Apple Podcasts, or a podcast service you are currently tuned in on. And, as I said before, if you want to join our conversations, you can by joining our Discord at pressxmr2start.com slash Discord. So do that. Subscribe to the channel, hit the like button, and then type into your little keyboard thing and join our Discord. Yeah. Easy. All right. Now let's jump into the gaming news. Number one, Hell Divers 2 is already teasing a game-changing new feature. This comes to us from Screen Rant by way of, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, scrolling up, scrolling up, Richard Northam Jr. Oh, that's a, that's a cool name. So if you haven't heard about Helldivers 2, you've been under a rock or waiting for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth to come out. Um, it's been just a massive, uh, so... This year kind of started with Power World taking over the world and just being this huge success for Xbox and Steam. And now on the flip side, we have Helldivers 2, which has been a huge success for PlayStation and also Steam. So Steam is just winning right now. Um, and, you know, when this game released, there was essentially no one could get in because the servers were maxed out. The devs are very, very, very vocal on their Twitter feed, X feed, I guess. Um, they're saying like, hey, look, we're trying our best. We're working overtime. We're doing all that we can to let you guys get into a game. They've been pushing the server capacity limits of the game from like, I think it was like 400,000 to now it's 700,000. So I played a little bit of it last night and I didn't have any issues getting in. So it seems like 700,000 might be, they don't need to go any further than that. But that's just, you know, 
me. Um, it sounds like a low number in your head, though. You know, like how many it, people play Call of Duty concurrently? That you know what? I had that same thought because I'm just like, that's kind of weird. That like it's, it sounds high, but it sounds low. It's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, I think I think the thing that we're missing is that it's seven hundred thousand concurrent. Yeah. So it's like everyone is hitting it at the same time. And I think that's where it's just like, okay, well maybe that is actually a lot of people hitting it, hitting a, a server at the same time. So it's like, I, I get that, but it is just like, I mean, I guess it also gets weird because we're comparing this double a game to call of duty, which is like yeah. one of the biggest games. So it's just like, well, I mean, that's, that's actually pretty great. I, I wonder what they were actually expecting. So we have, we have the answer to that. Apparently they were expecting only like, 50k so to go from 50k to like at this point 700k is like that's insane um so yeah there's been like news story after news story about them asking um playstation to help because they're they're not owned by playstation they are considered a quote-unquote second party so mm. they're independently owned but they're making playstation games um i I feel like after this, they're going to be owned by PlayStation because PlayStation is not going to want them to go anywhere else but PlayStation. So with all that said, there have been teasing what's going to be coming up next for Helldivers 2. So, you know, we can all, we can all assume there's going to be more weapons, more biomes to explore, more enemies to fight. But along with the enemies to fight, they have been teasing stuff in the background of the game. So essentially, Arrowhead Studios, which name is Studios, is teasing the introduction of the Illuminated Faction, a technology, a technologically advanced aquatic species with unique abilities. So right now in that game, you are either playing Starship Troopers or you're running from your life in Terminator. Like that's kind of how the two sides play out. And the the differences between like your experiences is such such a, a crazy feat for them to accomplish yeah. and yeah so like now with this whole illuminated thing there's supposed to be an aquatic species where okay so actually they actually explain a little bit let me just jump down to okay the illuminated is a faction uh from the first Helldivers game and currently is only teased through a scrolling headline during a news broadcast that can occasionally appear on one's destroyer which is your spaceship yeah. As the game is heavy on governmental propaganda theme, the news is being brushed away as rumors spread by dissidents, which is a really cool thing. Because, like, this is very much so. This is what I think America would look like if it was more military focused and was in space. So, yeah, kind of that. So, um,. So this is being teased. There's no actual timeline for this new faction like when it might be coming. I feel like at this point, that timeline's probably been pushed back because they've been working so hard on getting the serpents and stuff yeah. essentially playable. Uh, so we might not be getting this anytime soon, but it is. it does sound cool because uh, this is kind of based off of this description of the Illuminated is based off of what was played in Helldivers 1. So their technology is more advanced than humanities with mass production of weaponry. 
Though aquatic, the Illuminated have equipped their best with cybernetic enhancements to go along with their de uh, developed sense of nanobots slash psychic powers. The psychic powers thing, I think, is really interesting because at this point, no other faction has power, like quote unquote powers. Yeah. So this is all like a really interesting third, I don't know, slice of this game that would probably have you develop another strategy for dealing with these things that's different from the robots and the bugs. So that's cool. And the way that the whole uh, map layout is set up, it's basically four quadrants. So your left quadrant is bugs, right quadrant is robots. And then right now, the top quadrant and bottom quadrant are both blank. So it's possible we will get a fourth faction thing to fight as well. So yeah. Depending on how this, uh, how long this shit stays popular, I don't know. I might just, you know. I think I think you should jump in, Sean. I think you should jump in. It it's a really really cool and fun game, and it's it's definitely a thing of where Call of Duty, they are, and you constantly play, constantly play, constantly play. Yeah. Helldivers isn't, I mean, Helldivers would like you to constantly play, but it's not required for you to constantly play. Like yesterday, I played maybe about two, maybe like three matches or so. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I'm good. You know, I had to just jump to a different game. And it's like, I got my feel. Like I wanted to level up to level 20. I got to level 20. I bought my little things that I wanted to buy. And I was like, all right, let me go do something else. And it's just, it's just a good experience, man. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for Helldivers. We'll, we'll see what happens. Again, I wouldn't. I mean, we might get, we might get this before, probably like summer, maybe. But again, I think their timelines have probably been pushed back because they've been just dealing with all the servers and getting that stuff up and running. So kudos to them for delivering a game first. Absolutely. And, you know, monetization bullshit second. Yeah. And that's another thing, too. I, I wanted to comment on there's some people who are not up in arms, but are have been kind of vocal about, oh, the game is pay to win because there's a premium battle pass. And for those people who are talking about that or saying that out loud, they probably haven't played that much of the game because you can the premium battle pass costs 1000 credits but if you just play the game and explore the the world you can pick up that premium credit yeah and have enough to buy probably more so pass. for the people who don't have the time busy exactly yeah 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 parents let me not exclude the ladies busy parents who don't have time to grind right yeah yeah and they they do the i think they do like the Fortnite system? Oh, whatever. The the battle pass system of there is premium credits in the battle pass. Ah, uh, so pay so, for it once and just continue to. Yeah, as, as long as you're playing, you'll be able to like amass credits and stuff. So it's it's that thing of just like, and even the weapons being pay to win, it's not really pay to win because one of the best weapons is just in the normal battle pass that you just. It's play not PvP in. either. So I mean, what the fuck does it matter? Exactly. Exactly. That's another thing too. It's just like people are just kind of throwing out terms. And not really understanding where those terms came from. But yeah, that's that. Um, number two. Miyazaki says, Elden Ring Shadow of the Erg Tree map is probably bigger than Limgrave. 
This comes to us from Games Radar by way of. Wait a minute, this is loading. I don't remember. By way of Austin Living Grave was. Let me see. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and just uh, play the trailer for the um, Shallow Urge while we talk about this. Um, as Living Grave, a, like the whole thing? So oh, that's where okay. it gets a little confusing. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. It says it's the first accessible area of the game. Okay. It's the first okay. accessible area of the game, but because that game is open world, mm-hmm. it it's kind of hard to define like a definite boundary for that area. Yeah. So essentially what this what this is saying is that like this expansion is going to be a pretty hefty expansion. Um just to note as well, the also this trailer, as much as 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 much as as, as all the issues that I had with Elden Ring, they yeah. know how to make great trailers, and this trailer is just a great trailer with this crazy scene happening. It's just like, I don't, this looks cool, but I don't know if I want to deal with any of it. <laughs> so it's just I, like, I want right, to go man. back in just because I saw some Zoro build. Oh, yeah. I want to try. Yeah. I don't know. I don't if, you, know. if you jump back in, I can I can bring my character out of its grave and I could jump in and we can do uh co-op. Like do I'm down right to things. do that. <laughs> but um so yeah, this this trailer looks crazy. There's a bunch of stuff happening and I don't know left from right in terms of the story, so on and so forth. So I can't even help you there. Um just to note that Elden Ring at this point has sold 23 million copies worldwide, which is just bonkers. Insane. Yeah, that is crazy numbers um yeah man like i when i was watching this trailer i had the hairs on the back of my neck stand up because i'm like if these motherfuckers release this game in march i'm gonna be so pissed because don't you dare do that to dragon's dogma but no they're releasing in june so i'm like okay cool cool give dragon's Dogma some time to breathe let it have its own success, and then you guys can come and, and do your Elden Ring Dark Souls thing. Because you know, I'm thinking when they release this, it's probably gonna be a top contender for ongoing game for the Game Awards. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I could. Because they're doing DLC see, for ongoing games. Yeah, like I think with um, what was the deal? Uh, Cyberpunk last year, mm-hmm. that DLC being a thing, people were like, "Well, should we start considering DLC as like?" possible game, game of the year or like yeah, yeah. yeah or ongoing yeah yeah and it's just like with Elden Ring it's just like well you gotta you gotta do something now Jeff Keighley because it's Elden Ring so we're gonna see what happens but yeah this trailer looks great I if you haven't seen it then you probably don't care about Elden Ring the, I think the trailer on um, YouTube it's at like 23 million views or something it came out like four days ago <laughs> so it's pretty good everyone has seen it yeah um yeah that's that yeah um yeah, I don't really got too much to say about that other than check it out. You're going to suffer a little bit, but it'll be a good time. Um, number three. Okay. PlayStation 5 Pro will be marketed as 120 FPS 4K machine. Performance improvements will require little work. This comes to us from w- WCCF Tech by way of... Wait a minute. Francisco de Mio. Mio? I think that. Uh, anyways. All right. So the PS5 Pro will be marketed as a 120 FPS 4K machine thanks to its better specs. 
Which is funny because on the PS5 box, I'm going to give them shit for this. <laughs> it has a big ass 8K on the box and then it says 4K 120 HDR, but go off, Sony. I understand. Yeah, like, so, which Sony has been working on for, okay, so, um, 4K machine, thanks to its better specs and AI upscaling. The AI upscaling is a big part of this. Mm-hmm. While, uh, which Sony has been working on for a while, according to rumors circulating online. In a new video shared today by Moore's Law is Dead, NX Gamers Michael revealed that a few unnamed sources confirm that the upcoming hardware refresh will indeed feature some AI upscaling in vein of NVIDIA DLSS that has been in the works for some time. Which alongside, which alongside the improved specs over the base model, will oh, this is a long this is a long ass sentence, Jesus, uh, will allow Sony to market the system as a 120 FPS 4K machine. Period. While it wouldn't be a native 4K machine, the Japanese company wouldn't have any problem marketing as such. Now, that, okay, I, I say all this to say like we don't we don't need this. We don't need this. Like as you were saying, Sean, the 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 PS5 box was marketed as a 8K machine. The PS5 does 4K pretty good. There are a bunch of games that does 120 I mean, FPS. It, 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 the issue is it can either do one or the other. Well, it can't do both. Let me see what the uh, yeah. Xbox but like even in even in the title in this, the whole performance thing is still being worked on, and the rumor is that we're supposed to get this later this year. So yeah. I, I think they are really going to be relying on the AI upscaling to yeah. do a lot the of the work. Se- the which Series is- X also has 4K 120 on its box with velocity oh. SSD architecture. Eh, there you they, go. They, they, they there got you go. But then I think, um, I think the Xbox Series X does AI upscaling to go from like the Already. 9... Yeah, nine something P to one or to ten eighty or whatever. Nine hundred P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like this is this is just a weird. I think on the face of it, PlayStation slash Sony is operating how they normally do, where after four years of the console being launched, they do a pro model, and then that pro model can go another two, three years, and then they have. I mean, nah, that was the first time they did it with the PS4, but I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, then you have a PS3, bro? No, no, no. Just a slim. Oh, just a slim. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Of. Okay. They've done a slim for every uh, series, but the PS4 yeah. Pro was the first time they did something like that. Right. Okay. Okay. So yeah, it's it's the thing of I get this, but I can't help looking at it and think like, man, this kind like unless there is a really like cool selling aspect of this or something that hasn't been revealed to the pro model that is different from the the ps5 like this definitely feels like a money grab in a way of i guess recouping money that's been lost somewhere so yeah i don't know i, I mean you have what's your people can buy it or they don't i mean we'll see what the actual reviews look like when it comes out um I don't know if I mean I just want a stable sixty frames a second in four K, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like I 
I don't. I mean, it's possible that I play a game that's 120 FPS, but I honestly can't tell. You. I don't even know if Call of Duty. It, it, I think it, Call it, it's just 60. probably be Call of Duty. It probably be Call of Duty. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, hey. I think Gundam is 120. <laughs> What the hell do they need that to be 120 frames per second for, DJ? Please tell me. So you can see all the bullets and stuff flying at you, you know? You need all the FPS. That game runs at 20 FPS. 24, thank you very much. Oh, man. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah. This is this is that. We'll see. Um, there, was a, there was something else I was going to... Um, include into this and I, I definitely forgot about it if it pops up later on i'll just say it and we'll have no mm-hmm. context but it'll be okay all right um other news from sony that is not so great sony isn't happy with bungie playstation boss wants more accountability from the studio on money and deadlines this comes to us from pc gamer by way of anti-chalk sie chairman chairman Hiroki Totoki says during the company's recent earning calls that everyone needs to get on the same page. So, in a QA session with a okay, in a QA session, Sony's most recent financial report, PlayStation Chairman Hiroki Totoki praised the creativity of Destiny 2 Studio Bungie, but also said he wants to see more accountability for development budgets and schedules from the studio's leadership. Totoki's comments aren't likely to quell those, aren't likely to, so basically when he was talking about the whole accountability thing, people were kind of just like, oh, oh no. Uh, He began by addressing the situation at PlayStation Interactive Entertainment in general, saying employees have a solid understanding of their individual roles and responsibilities. These are a bunch of employees but don't necessarily understand how their respective efforts tie into overall growth, sustainability, profit generation, and higher margins. So, let me just finish, okay. By, by, by providing everyone involved with highly transparent descriptions of the company and industry conditions, as well as uh, analysis views, I would like to encourage them to come to their own realizations, Tadoki said. This will get everyone in in the business onto the same page. Then I would like them to consider what we need to do to work towards our major objectives. So all of this is coming on the heels of Bungie is not doing so great with Destiny 2. Um, you know, when they purchased uh, Bungie back in 2022, this was before Destiny's 2 final shape or whatever that last uh, Destiny DLC was called. And that dropped, and there was issues with it, and people just didn't flock to it. So PlayStation is kind of in a weird spot where they made this business move to essentially help them create live service games. Yeah. But it's not, it's just not working Which out. Like must be funny for uh, the people that are, you know, Sony is having uh, Bungie oversee their live service games. Like... Y'all can't even get your own shit right. How are you going to tell me my game ain't going to be and, successful? And the thing is, like, this... So, two things. First thing is... I I don't know if Bungie had anything to do support-wise with Helldivers 2. Mm. Because I feel like they already had a 
good system in place from Helldivers 1. So I'm not sure what, if any, you know, suggestions Bunny would provide to really help them with what they've got going on. And two, oh, you got some? Nah, side story after we talk about this. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Helldivers. Okay. And two, like, you kind of have to go back and think about uh, Last of Us factions. It is just like, could that could that have actually come out and been like okay? I mean, like, I, I said I this in a previous podcast. Like, you can't have Bungie judging all other live service games just because they have a shooter that does good. Not everything has to be a live service shooter. We don't need Bungie has one good live service game. And I say good in quotes because it, it, it fluctuates sometimes. Did they have 12 live service games in, in the pipeline at one point, I think? Yeah, at one point. I don't think that's the case now. Were we going to well, have 12 live service shooters and they were just hoping something was going to stick? Like, I guess so, whatever. Yeah. I, it, and this thing of like, just to reiterate what you're saying, like when we first talked about this deal in 2022, as a person who loved Destiny 1 and Destiny 2, and I was just like, this is a bad idea. Like, as you were saying, like, yeah, like Destiny or Bungie makes one live service game. And at times, it's not even that great. Like, they make bad decisions in terms of what they're monetizing. And it's just like, this not this isn't exactly the best company for Sony to start hedging their bets on. And it's just like, Final Shake came out. And it was like, yeah, that's not doing good because. You know, Bungie is just kind of in a different place right now. From or people might just be destinyed out, destiny would out. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's just this was a. I I I feel like this was just not really a rush decision, but just kind of a, an emergency decision because of the Activision Blizzard stuff going with Xbox. Yeah. So it it sucks that they're in this position, but I I like that Totoki is just like, hey guys. You guys have been kind of shielded from the financial aspects of making games. So we're going to give that to you so you guys can figure out yourselves and make like an actual realization. Because if this doesn't work out, PlayStation will take over Bungie. Like that is the that's the other part of their whole deal. Like if Bungie I know, they kind of knew that shit was gonna happen. I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> But like, yeah, like that's the other thing that and like Bungie wants to keep its independence because, you know, they were part of Xbox. They moved away from Xbox with Activision, moved away from Activision and they, they want to keep that stuff going, but they can't make the money. Guess not. So what's the thing that you want to do? Um, So, yeah, Arrowhead CEO, Arrowhead being the people that put out Helldivers. This is like recent because he just tweeted this stuff a couple hours ago. They had mm-hmm. great support from top Sony backend engineers, and they raised support to over 800k concurrent players for this weekend. Oh, so oh. apparently the servers handled all Helldiver two players this weekend without a problem. Now they have time to focus on improvements to the title and resume their original plan. Many exciting things upcoming. So let's go. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks. So they had eight. Andre, that is crazy, man. Oh, man. Yeah, props to them. They, man, I, I love the fact that they went through the shits and they were like, hey, guys, we're going through the shits right now. Like, we, 
we're trying our best. Like, Help. no one has slept, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Help. We need support, <laughs> Saudi. <laughs> mm. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, okay. Um, uh, and then last bit of uh, Sony stuff. Sony is now testing PSVR two support for PC. There's not too much beyond that. Just come to us from The Verge by way of Tom Warner. So yeah, it it seems that this is probably going to be the, I guess, final resting place for PSVR 2. Um, you know, with them developing, or with them having support for PC, yeah. those creators or developers will be able to also support PSVR 2, which, you know, I could see this being a, a place of, we probably won't get first party stuff coming to the PSVR 2, but it will still be supported by those developers who are, you know, interested in the tech. And I mean, shit, stuff. we might get a uh, calling them out and going to fucking PC since we have uh, 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 what the hell, Horizon going to PC. You never know. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, we could. Yeah, I, I totally didn't think about the PS, the PlayStation titles going to PC with this support. So yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. So that's that. Um, now, before we jump into news about Sega's lineup of games. <laughs> hey, you doing? You good? Good. Mm. Do us a favor. Subscribe to the channel. Like this video. And then hit the notification bell once you subscribe. Because once you do that, it will allow you to see all the things that are happening with us. Like our shorts, like our videos, like me constantly tell you to join our Discord, our, our, our Discord YouTube shorts. Be specific. I I was specific, Sean. I okay. do mean shorts, both all shorts, right. all three shorts, sure, even the fourth hidden shorts. They're all there for you. <laughs> oh, you know what? I've been looking in the light and not the actual camera. Wow, wow, I'm special. Anyways, um. Yeah, let's get back. Number six. Sega Leaker says new Jet Set Radio and Crazy Taxi games will be live service. This comes to us from Game Rant by way of... Wait a minute, that's not the right thing. Here we go. By way of... Truman 2? Cool name. All right. Uh, a notable Sony leaker reveals more information about the upcoming Just Set Radio and Crazy Tech re reboots, saying there will be a live service games. So the interesting thing about this is that we are not only getting reboots, but we're also getting remakes of these games. So it kind of seems like Sega's just like, hey, man, we're just going to do these things and see what sticks and kind of move forward from there. So the remakes will feature new features and DLC, and that's supposed to be coming in 2026. Mm. I am left to assume that the reboots will probably come in 2025. Of course, we don't know if there's going to, like, what kind of... Uh, we don't know exactly that part exactly. So, um, as we said in the title, the Crazy Taxi and Just Say Radio reboots will be live service, and they're going to have elements like Fortnite the leaker suggests um and then this whole strategy is supposed to be a big part of sega bringing back 
their classic games with a new audience. So, Sean. So right now, the way it works, uh, uh, Sean, you are a big Crazy Taxi person, and I'm a big Jesse Radio. I I played both of them. I just didn't get Jet Set oh, Radio okay. Future because I didn't get a Xbox. Because I, I don't know. I was just like, what the hell? Like yeah. most people, what the hell are you doing, Bill Gates? <laughs> yes. and, yeah, uh, that, 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 that actually was. I got an Xbox for Jet Set Radio Future and Halo. And I found the game called Phantom Crash, which is a robot game. Um, uh, I had a Dreamcast. I had Crazy Taxi. I had Jet Set Radio. I had Shenmue. I had Space Channel Five. I had all them wacky shits. Choo Choo Rocket. Like, what? Oh, there you go. <laughs> you betrayed me, Sega. <laughs> um, so yeah, what, what's your what's your thoughts on this? At first, my initial thought was, how the hell do you make Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio a live service game? But I mean, you kind of open up my eyes because. At first, I was going to be like, if they're going to do a live service game for Jet Set Radio, would they be selling new graffiti? I guess they could, but I mean, the idea of the original was that you could make your own crazy shit in the graffiti editor to tag everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, people have done amazing things and some not so amazing things in. Call of Duty's emblem mm-hmm. editor, if you remember back in the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. The crazy stuff that people used to make. Uh, so I can only imagine what proper tools what people could make in Jet Set Radio. And what not so great things they can make in tools <laughs> in Jet Set Radio. And just tagging things oh everywhere. <laughs> but no, I mean, but you suggested, you know, they can maybe sell uh, different skins and costumes. God damn, this all started with horse armor. I hate you. Was it Bethesda? I hate you. Yeah, it was Bethesda. Obsidian, whatever, oh, wh- whoever started this shit. But yeah, uh, skins and then crazy taxi, I guess, different skins or different taxis and different people and all that crap. But I don't know. We'll see where this goes, man. Yeah, it's. I think I- I'm along the lines of. With this current strategy of doing the reboots and then doing these remakes, I I think they are trying to appease everyone because mm. if you don't like the live service route, don't worry, we're making remakes and they'll come in twenty twenty six. So you just got to wait Damn. another another year. Or at this at that point, it'll be another year. But like, yeah, you're gonna have to wait, but you'll get these remakes. Whereas the live service part, I I don't have a problem with it as long as it's handled with care. And I think the problem with that is that I don't know if they're capable of that anymore nowadays. I, exactly. And like I don't know of any other live service game that Sega has made or had experience with them to know, like, okay, well. This is a possibility of like how they would treat this game. Like this is going to be a big game for them. They understand how big these IPs are for them. So you would hope that they would not try to be like super money grubby with the the, the microtransactions and stuff. But you just don't know. It's it's really hard to put your faith in that because we've been burned many a times in our gaming history with studios that we trust. So. 
I, I think I'm along the lines of if this is what you need to do to bring Jet Set Radio back, then okay. Okay. As long as that game plays better than the original and future, okay. I don't have any experience with Crazy. I mean, I have I, some experience with Crazy Taxi, but not much because yeah. my friends, I didn't have a Dreamcast. My friend had a Dreamcast, and I just kind of went over there and played the games over there. But like, I'm down for that too. Um, I feel like they're just going to focus on is it functional and then how do we monetize it to shit versus is it fun and then monetize it. Like, I think, look at Hell Divers, like they said. I think I posted a, uh, an article in the cookout about how the Helldivers showed people how backwards or how effed up live service games have become because they expected a certain they expected to be taken advantage of in a Helldivers yeah. and they have been treating their players with care. Um I think the only and hell, this is going way, way back, but I think I mean Fantasy Star Online technically is a live mm. service game, but they don't have a battle pass. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, that I that Sega that Sega puts out. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. We'll yeah, see how I, they do. Yeah. I I hope because I don't know exactly when these projects started, but generally yeah. how it works is like when the project started is kind of that year. Of, yeah. of microtransactions and, and live service is sort of how the game will somewhat be uh, modeled under, and then it might change as the development progresses or whatever. But I hope, I hope they are looking at the industry and understanding what we want from a live service game like Helldivers, and you know, do stuff like that to make the game d- better, like. It, going back to hell, I feel like we've been talking about Helldivers all all cast. But like going yeah. back to Helldivers, like on the Reddit, like people are people are literally saying like, "Oh, I've spent so much time in this game when I've been able to actually get in that like I want to buy the 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 battle pass, even though you can just play the game and get the battle pass." But like people are actually giving more money to this game on top of the game only being forty dollars. It's not even a seven dollar game, so. I think there are ways that, of course, there are ways that Sega can make these two games successful. It's just, do we trust them to do that? I, I think, I think, I think, I hope Sega will make the right choice. I think if this was like a Konami, yeah. ain't, no, ain't, ain't no shot. They're gonna, they're gonna milk this in any way they can. But I think Sega has a better head on their shoulders, especially looking at how they treat um, Yakuza and even um, Persona. Like, I, I want to believe that Sega is going to do these games justice. So we'll see in 2025 slash six. So far away. Oh, man. Okay. Number seven. February's 2024 Nintendo Direct. So the partner show, partner showcase. Nintendo had a showcase. I watched it. There wasn't too much there for me. I thought the two games that really stood out beyond the big announcement was um, Pepper Grinder and Penny's Big Breakaway. If you want to mm. catch those, you can. Or if you want to look at them, you can. They're cool. I'm not going to bother showing the trailers for that. 
because I don't really got too much to say about them. The big announcement for this thing was that Xbox's Grounded and Pentiment is coming to Switch. Surprise. We kind of already knew this because of all the rumors and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to go along with that, those games, Grounded Pentiment, is also coming to PlayStation, but PlayStation is also getting Sea of Thieves and Hi-Fi Rush. Again, surprise. We already knew this. Um, yeah, other than that, this Direct feels like a sunsetting of uh, the Switch. Like, there, was, there wasn't any nothing real major. big... Yeah, there wasn't nothing major. There was no real, well, look to the future because you will be getting this game and like this big game in the fall. Like there's nothing like there's rumors of a Metroid supposed to be coming, but there was no hint of that in this partner showcase. Again, this is a partner showcase. This isn't a showcase from first party. Yeah. So there's that to consider. But still, this definitely feels like. All right. We're kind of on the last legs of Switch. We'll see what happens in the future, but that is what it is right now. And then these last three stories are just going to be real quick, then we're going to jump to what we've been playing. Um, Power World has achieved more players in two months than Elden Ring and Hogwarts Legacy managed in a year. It's come to us from PC Gamer by Andy Chalk. So Power World has surpassed 25 million players across Steam and Xbox. We were talking about that, that earlier. That is impressive. Considering they like, didn't launch on PS5 as PlayStation. well. Yeah. Like, that is that is just so, so phenomenal, so crazy. Like, good job for them. And at this point, they have not been sued by Nintendo. That could have been you, Nintendo. Nintendo. That could have been. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just give mm. Pikachu a fucking rocket launcher. Do it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that, that's cool. Um, not cool news. Suicide Squad killed the Justice League has fallen short of our expectations, Warner Brothers says. Oh, no. Who could have told them that (laughs) years ago when they first announced the game? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, This is from IGN by Wesley Inpool. So, yeah. I mean, again, no surprise there. We all kind of knew that was coming. The game... Like there, there, there are diehard people who were like, oh, the reviews are wrong. They got it wrong. This game was actually fun to play. Hey, more power to you, man. I hope you enjoy the game that you're playing. But the general audience, it's not sold on it. They're not, they're not buying the game. And then the last bit of news, Skull and Bones struggling to bring in players. This comes to us oh, no. from the Who gamer. Oh, no. have told them this when they first <laughs> announced the game? <laughs> Back in 1808. <laughs> this comes to us by Joshua Robertson. <clears throat> Skull and Bones has reportedly failed to crack the 1 million player milestone, even with its eight hour free trial. <laughs> so essentially, out of all of the people, <clears throat> my voice, oh my gosh, out of all of the people who have played Skull and Bones, it hasn't hit the 1 million player milestone. Again, who was surprised? No one. The biggest surprise that we got from Skull and Bones is when the CEO said this is a quadruple A game. That's been the biggest surprise. This is this is not a surprise. We all saw this coming, guys. It, and and, and yeah. guess what? Uh, Suicide Squad and Skull and Bones have battle passes that are mon- and the games are monetized to shit. 
they they didn't focus on the fun first. They focus on how can we milk these gullible suckers with nostalgia who love the yep. DC properties and Black Flag. Y'all can suck yep. it. Yeah. Well, and that's how we're gonna end the gaming news, guys. Y'all can <laughs> suck. <laughs> All right. Uh, let us jump into what we've been playing. Sean, what have you been playing? Um, more like a dragon. I'm just mainlining this until I finish this, and then uh, Final Fantasy Rebirth comes out next week. I will not have it finished by the time it comes out, so I'm I'm gonna get as much as I can get done. Though I've just been over leveling, so like I've yeah, nothing is a challenge just because of the way <laughs> I misinterpreted a gated area early on in the game. <laughs> And at this point, yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just literally steamrolling everything. Like the game is like, hey, you might want to be this level, and I'm like, I'm almost twice that level. <laughs> what do you gives, mean? Read my you, level. It gives you warnings for certain sections. Like, hey, you might yeah. want to be level 26 with like plus three weapons. I'm like, I got plus eight weapons, and I'm level 40. All right. Like they're very like uh, tense moments where you're supposed to be struggling. Yeah, and I'm just like blah 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 blah. Like I got <laughs> I got two of the ultimate weapons already because I sat there and just farmed the shit for the money and you know materials. Yeah, yeah, that just... is crazy. I mean, but that's also cool that it allows you to do that if you want to spend the time. Like you can I mean, grind up classic and RPG stuff. stuff. So, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, there's often times like anything like. Hey man, Baldur's Gate 3 kind of does this and kind of annoy me. Is that like there's some like really, really, really cool items and stuff that you get, but you only get in like the last section of the game. Yeah. So it's like you get the stuff, you want to experiment with it, but like you don't really have a lot of time to like play with the stuff before you beat the game. So, mm. but yeah, man, that's that's cool. Um, and I, I assume you've been playing on your PlayStation Portal, huh? Uh, yeah, I've been actually going back and forth between, depending on where I am, the PlayStation Portal, the PlayStation, or the Backbone, surprisingly. Because, mm, uh, okay. unfortunately, if you don't have good Wi-Fi where you're going, or if you have, like, an older Wi-Fi, uh, router. you know, router, switch, whatever you want to call it, your experience won't be great. Because, like, we're up to Wi-Fi 6 or 7 as six. a standard. Mm-hmm. They, they have seven. Well, I think I think five is a standard and six is the new thing. Because I have Wi-Fi six in this house, but yeah. So I have that at my house, but at my in-laws' house, they have an older router, an older Verizon mm-hmm. router with Wi-Fi four, mm-hmm. and it's choppy. I get better connection with the five G on my phone than I do from the Wi-Fi. So yeah. But I've been mean, I've been playing all three and just. Uh, this game is an excellent game to play if you only have one hand free because you're holding a baby mm-hmm. or whatever because it's turn-based. Um, they have timed interactions to like block extra damage or do extra damage in the game, but it's not necessary. So, okay, yeah, okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like I had all these these grand plans. I was gonna buy Yakuza Like a Dragon and play that, and then try and get you know some distance in that game before Final Fantasy 7 happened, but then freaking Helldivers dropped, and it's just like, oh my god, this is crazy. And then Final Fantasy 7 is looking pretty good. I 
thought I was going to be able to put some distance RPG wise between Baldur's Gate 3 and Final Fantasy 7. But I didn't because I started a new playthrough of Baldur's Gate 3. So I've been playing that on this thing christened as, geez, man, this thing called the portal right here. Bam. You can, you can see. You guys can see everything. There we go. Yeah. So it was like, oh man, let me let me let me get this thing going. I'll be I'll be I'll be uh, brief. There's a story behind how I got this thing. So last week or the week before, I was on Reddit, and for some reason, the PlayStation Portal subreddit popped, and I was like, oh, let me check this out. Jumped in, they were like, oh, my my PS Portal came in, my PS Portal came. In. I was like, oh wait, there's there's a batch. What the hell? So yeah, I went to PlayStation. Constant batches, if you follow, yeah. Yeah, so I went to PlayStation um, Direct. There was none there. I was like, all right, I'm going to have the PlayStation Portal uh, Google thing up and just refresh it daily to see what happens. So I was doing that, and I noticed that Walmart had it. And I was like, ooh, Walmart. I looked at the price. It was like $289. I was like, oh, no, that's a not reseller. Right. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. I was like, that's not right. And I looked at it. I was like, oh, this, this, this is like eBay. What the hell? <laughs> so... Didn't do that, and I ended up re- re- refreshing, refreshing. GameStop had it, and I was like, "Okay, check GameStop." GameStop had it for one ninety nine, but you had to get the GameStop digital oh. magazine thing that game was like twenty five dollars. Yeah, so I was like, "All right, whatever, GameStop. I'll throw you a bone this time because you were instrumental to my my development as a gamer." <laughs> so I gave them. This stuff, and I I need to cancel that thing because there's no need for me to even look at that. Um, so yeah, that's how I got my portal. Started it up. I was sitting, what, ten feet from my play- PlayStation Five, mm-hmm. and it couldn't connect to my <laughs> PlayStation. And I was like, Why? Did you have certain things enabled or something? Or no, it, it just it was just taking its sweet time to connect, and I was like, Sometimes No, I'm not going to be one of these people. Like. No, like PlayStation, you you've you've hurt me in the past by not giving me stuff, but then you throw well, it to it Sean has, and I'm just it has like, what nothing, the hell? <laughs> it has nothing to do with how close <laughs> you are to your PlayStation. It's more so I the know. connection to the router, but I get you. Exactly. It, yeah, yeah. it would be so, nice if they did a direct thing like the Wii U. But that's asking yeah. too much. Yeah. So I ended up having to like jump out and then reconnect again and it worked. And I was like, okay. That's just something I'm gonna have to be, you know, cognizant of. And since then, I have had maybe two issues of it, like having having to drop out of the connection and drop back in to like actually connect yeah. to the PS5. But I've been having a good time with it. I I've been playing Baldur's Gate on it. I am not. I don't plan on doing any like twitchy games on it because there is a little bit of delay. But mm. with like Baldur's, I'll probably play like Final Fantasy on it too. But like. You don't really feel the delay all that much after you played it for a little bit, so it's or you or you automatically compensating your brain. But I don't. Exactly. I mean, like you can play Call of Duty, but you ain't gonna be doing no uh, COD League type shit, you know? Yeah, like jumping around and shooting and stuff. Yeah, like I play <laughs> so, zombies, yeah. but not against people. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I've been I've been having a good time with it. Like I am like. The only thing that I would ask for, and it's not even possible, would be like to have my little back triggers because all I play is my edge controller. So, like, I kind of miss that, but whatever. 
Like this is this is this has a giant mm-hmm. screen in it, so you know it's fine. But yeah, I mean that's that's kind of it. And then Helldivers too. That game continues to be a fun time. Although it's it's a fun time, but sometimes it can be very stressful and very irritating when you're just trying to get your equipment back and then just things happen like your teammate happens to throw a rogue bomb and it blows you up it didn't kill you but it pushes you further back and you get up and you run over to your thing and you get shot by a robot or, or mauled by a bug and it's just like oh. Have you but watched yeah. uh, Starship, Troopers? Starship Troopers? I love that. Yeah, because apparently the movie has gotten a ridiculous uptick in viewership from this game, and it makes sense. It was a very misunderstood movie back then, but let's see if mm-hmm. people can uh, figure it out now. Pick up on what they were trying to do. It's not yeah. a highbrow movie, but uh, it no. went over some people's heads at the time. Yeah, because people were just like, oh, the bugs, the, the the gore. Oh, my God, this is crazy. The the brain bug. This is insane. But like, yeah, they, they missed the whole idea of that movie. <clears throat> but yeah, like. I, that, that's pretty much it. Like, I, I'm just going to go ahead and just like start gushing about Helldivers 2 again. I don't need to do that. I got the level 20. I got the shield generator. I'm still working to get like the rail gun. I wish there was like kind of like loadouts per se, for this, because there is, like, setups that I've been kind of going to, and it'd be easy if I could just click on the thing and it, like, automatically fill that stuff out. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I think next week we'll we'll be talking about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, if we've played any of it. Yeah, we, yeah, because it's 29th, and that's, yeah. I may start it, but, um, yeah, I want to finish, uh, like a dragon yep cool that works all right well that has been another episode of press x start gamers digest we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoy making it don't forget you can like this video subscribe to the channel like right i think it's right there you can't even see it oh look at that because my camera is flipped so i've been doing this i should be doing this right there so yeah you subscribe to the channel right there right there no right there i nailed it yeah like the video join our discord at pressecnerdiscord.com slash discord do all that stuff be a good person don't land into jail wash your hands and play video games you don't have to do that in that order but just make sure you don't do those things all right guys hey y'all